Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. I'm telling you, like, if we were doing this list in 10 years, he'll, he'll be a top two to three coach. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented, as always, by DraftKings. I am Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. Hope everybody had an awesome, and I mean awesome, weekend. Man, I was supposed to go on a float trip. So Friday night, we win our softball playoff game, which was awesome. Saturday, I was supposed to go on a float trip down the river, which is typically amazing. River too low. So we pivoted to the Ed Sheeran concert. That was awesome. And then, of course, um, yesterday, went to a graduation party. Make sure you're checking me out on social media, at Ross Tucker NFL, so you can see the tuck spreads from the graduation party. It was like a brunch. It was delicious, actually. New week means new spread the word winner via social media, either at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker Pod. We love the quote tweets. We love the Facebook reviews of Ross Tucker Pod. Love anybody that contributes in any way. How about the sponsor confirmation email winner? Remember, you take advantage of any sponsor. I guarantee you read and respond to your question on the show. And you'll get a little something-something from me. Sign press pass, sign card, sign picture. Could be Max, West Shore Home, ExpressVPN, Raycon, Labatt. We got some awesome sponsors. YouTube shout out is youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. You get a cameo style video. Just make sure you subscribe and comment on any of the videos. Last week, I ranked the head coaches in the NFL. It's a lot harder than it looks. Mike Tannenbaum, former two time NFL GM, heads up the 33rd team, going to join me momentarily to go over the first part of those rankings because they've gotten a lot of attention. Speaking of attention, did you hear there's a new streaming service called Max? It's a sure bet. With everything on HBO Max, including HBO, the DC Universe, Adult Swim, together with TLC, Discovery, Food Network, and more, Max has some of the best content out there. I mean, there's literally something for everyone in my household. My wife, my daughters, me. Max is where we all win. Max, 
the one to watch, subscription required. Visit max.com. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. So I have really been looking forward to this ever since, well, ever since uh, our guest today and Wednesday, Mike Tannenbaum, ever since we started talking about doing some stuff together for the 33rd team, number one, which I'm thrilled about, and it's fun to have a place to be able to write again from time to time. So really looking forward to working with Mike and the 33rd team and the great work they're doing there. And then ever since they actually published Mike, and I've just been getting eviscerated by every (laughs) fan base, I've really been looking forward (laughs) to actually having an opportunity to explain myself. It's fun. And by the way, most of you know Mike Tannenbaum, longtime GM for the Jets, and then he was the president of the Dolphins, and you can follow him on social media, at Real Tannenbaum. He's all over ESPN. He's running the 33rd team and doing a great job with that emerging force in the football media landscape. But uh, it is funny, Mike. I mean, everybody, it's just the nature of the list, I guess, but pretty much everybody thinks their coach should be higher. I love it. Yeah. You know, hey, that's uh, fervor and loyal fan bases. That's good for our business, isn't it? No question. It's really interesting, though, because we, and this is one, it's such a cool exercise to do. And we know about the nature of lists and all that. But, you know, people have in their brains, Mike, most people think that their coach is like a top 10 coach, or they think they're in the top half of the league. But then when you actually go through it and list it, it's like, oh, oh, wait, you know, like, and then if their guy's not top 10 or top half, they believe that to be, well, he's not good then. Or they're saying he's not good then. Whereas the reality is, as I went through this, I encourage everybody to check it out at the 33rd team. But we're going to go through it here today and Wednesday anyway. You know, the reality is I think that there's probably a good 24, 25 coaches that I think are Mike quote unquote good coaches i mean like i I look at my 20s and it's like mike mccarthy sean mcdermott kevin stefanski got the browns in the playoff they won a playoff game with baker mayfield frank reich i think is pretty good i got Salah 25 Salah might be a good coach you know yeah is that remarkable it's a little bit like when you get into uh the quarterback discussion like you know like where would you rank to a tongue in the AFC for quarterbacks, like you can't probably make him higher than eighth because he's not better than Aaron Rodgers or Josh Allen or, you know, Lamar or right. And all of a sudden it's like, shoot, he's like eighth. And yet when he's healthy, he's played pretty good football. Um, so this discussion is very akin to quarterback rankings where like Sean McDermott has really stabilized the Buffalo bill franchise. And yet like, you know, going through your list, Ross, like, it's hard to say, like, who would you pick him over right now? So it's um, what's great about this discussion and the, the one we had the other day and your article, like everybody in America wants to talk about coaches or quarterbacks. There, there's no question. Those are the focus of everybody. And um, it is interesting, too. I think, Mike, I guess I prefer fans that really care about their team 
but are also open to discussion about where their team is at, where their coach is at, where the, what I and I've read articles about this. There are a lot of people who derive probably an unhealthy amount of their self-worth from <laughs> their fandom. And when you say anything negative about their team, any of their players, their coach, they feel like personally attacked when like, I love the Bills. It was my favorite team I played for. And I I, I, I would like nothing more than the Bills. And since I work for the Eagles, the Eagles, the Bills and the Eagles just alternate winning Super Bowls every year. Like that would be great for me. But when I actually started to rank the quarter, the coaches, I just thought, okay, well, what do they have? And what have they done with it? And you and I were talking one time, even about GMs, like it's really hard to know, right? Like, you know, what has a GM done with what they've had? Like, okay, maybe he didn't have the greatest quarterback, but isn't that kind of his responsibility to get the quarterback? But what were the opportunities to get the quarterback? And do we know what the owner involvement was? And maybe he was actually a pretty good GM, but the coaches weren't that great. And maybe he wasn't really the one hiring the coach. Maybe the owner. I mean, there's so many factors that go into it. It's wild. You know, it's interesting. I have a couple of friends of mine that are baseball GMs. And they, they told me, Ross, it's to your point there. I've had a current MLB GM tell me there is no way I'd ever want to be an NFL GM because you just can't impact things the way you can as an MLB GM, because as an MLB GM, you're like overseeing player development. So that's obviously major leagues, but it's all the minor leagues. It's putting systems in place, processes in place. And yeah, I'm sure there's disagreements between the manager and the GM. Like we saw that in the movie and the book Moneyball, but generally speaking, like manager is like, it's 162 days. Like they're rolling game to game. They're on the road 81 days. Like you need somebody mining the store um, and putting rosters together. Whereas, you know, in football, there's only, you know, now 17 regular season games. And, you know, if you're a GM and Bill Belichick doesn't want a player, like you think that player is going to be on the team? Like, you know, like coaches have a big say, which they should in our sport. But, um, you know, GMs do get credit. Like I've been on both ends of, of those conversations. You know, when things go well, you probably get too much credit. And when things go bad, you probably get too much blame. But, you know, we all know what we signed up for. You know, what I tried to do, and I wrote this in the article, I just tried the best I could to say how I thought the guy has done so far with what they've been given, right? I mean, and that means the players that they've been given, what kind of job they've done. And obviously, it's really hard with the first-year guys, right? They've only done one year. The new guys, I just ranked at the end. The new guys have no track record. But, you know, listen, if we do it again next year, my ranking for Mike McDaniel and Kevin O'Connell might be different. Maybe they'll be top 10 because in two years they'll be come, or maybe they'll drop off. But I had to judge them and Brian Dable, right? Like, oh, Brian Dable, one year. Okay, yeah, but like that Giants roster was not that good. And they not only made the playoffs, they won a road playoff game, you know? Like that, I, guess, I, I, I guess, was pretty impressed. I guess the team that plays really well at home in Minnesota. Exactly. So let's dive into it then. Um, We'll go through all 32 over the course of today um, and Wednesday, but we'll start with the top five. I had Andy Reid one, 
Bill Belichick two, Mike Tomlin three, Sean Payton four, and Nick Sirianni five. I, I didn't get a ton of pushback on Andy Reid. Um, I got a little bit on Belichick. You know, Mike Tomlin might have been the only one, uh, Mike, and I had some text messages from fans that are friends of mine, that are Steelers fans, that people said that I had him too high. He might have been the only one. Um, and then a lot of people thought I'm being an Eagles homer by having Sirianni at five. So we'll get into it. Did any of these really jump out to you one way or the other? You know, it's interesting. Like at ESPN, I, I, I have like debated heavily Max Kellerman on, on Coach Belichick. So I, I've worked for Coach twice, both at the Jets and the Browns. So I'm a thousand percent biased, but you know, because people, the argument against Belichick Ross is, of course, like, okay, where would he be without Brady, right? But my fundamental point to that is Tom Brady would have been a great player anywhere, but he became arguably the greatest player of all time because he was coached by a great coach and Coach Belichick. So how how much ever you want to uh, ascribe to Brady's development to Bill Belichick, there's got to be some meaningful part of that. So to me, this whole notion, well, he can't win without Brady. Well, yeah, but he drafted Brady. In year one, as you remember, Ross, there were four quarterbacks on the Patriots active roster. Like he easily could have said, hey, you know, it's the six-round pick. He's athletically deficient. He's a developmental guy. Oh, we'll put him on the practice squad for a year. I mean, could you imagine if they exposed Tom Brady, you know, to the waiver wire as a rookie? So, anyway, my point is he is a great coach um, by any measure. You know, we could quibble, you know, about, okay, last couple of years, certainly Andy Reid. I, I think the part that, Ross, where I think the Chiefs deserve so much credit is you look at the, how young they are in the secondary, McDuffie and Jalen Watson and – they're like a year ahead of their plan. Like they moved on from Tyreek Hill. They were going to invest in their defense. They got all those young guys in the back end that I think have a chance to be really, really good. I think on paper, they have a chance to have a a great defense and imagine like that offense with a really good defense. Yeah. So the Belichick thing is interesting. And and as I wrote, I think Belichick, the GM is kind of letting down Belichick, the head coach. I, I mean, I had nine head coach in the NFL He's a he's a really good coach. He's a fantastic coach. I think they've made a lot of poor personnel choices, uh, whether it's certain members of the coaching staff or actual. Uh, you know, yeah, I look at their roster right now. It's clearly worse than the AFC East. I mean, it, I just I don't know how anybody could argue any differently. And I agree with what you said about Brady. I would say, you know, he's won one playoff game now. I think it's nine or ten years as a head coach without Brady as a starting quarterback. I mean, that's you're starting to get to the point where it's a really big sample size of him not being able to have a whole lot of success without Tom. Um, the Tomlin thing with the, the, the winning streak, I mean, he's won a Super Bowl. He's been to another one. And then to have a winning season with guys like Duck Hodges and Pickett last year, it's just the consistency is what impresses me there. I've always thought Sean Payton was an excellent coach. Uh, Sirianni, people kill me for it. This is one, Mike, 2021, the owner. First of all, 2020, a Super Bowl winning coach, Doug Peterson, won four games, okay? They bring in Sirianni. The owner 
calls it a transition year, which is about as close to saying a rebuilding year as you can say. They they have they take all the Wentz dead money that year. I mean, they trade him. They're going to give just Jalen Hurts guy a shot. Jalen Hurts, to be honest, he didn't even play that great. They made the playoffs. I mean, right. transition year, they made play. I I would argue, Mike, that Sirianni did a better coaching job in twenty one than he did this past year when they went to the Super Bowl with just a beautiful roster. I mean, just a really really good team. Although. Even before the year last year, the Vegas win total for them was nine and a half. So it's not like people were saying the Eagles were some super team either. Yeah. Look, all great points. And, you know, the other thing, just going back to 21 for a second, like I've been there with rookie head coaches. Like he was not a first time. He wasn't in his first year. He was a rookie first year head coach. And they one of the things that I loved about what they did is they took what they had in Jalen Hurts and said, like, What's going to make him best? They didn't try to put a square peg in a round hole like him and Shane Steichen. You know, it wasn't the Charger offense. Like, this was the Eagle offense that, you know, Nick and Shane put together that maximized his abilities. And I love that about coaching. Yeah, if you go by what you see, like, it's hard to argue. Um, They were within a whisker of winning. And, you know, if we're going to give Belichick credit for developing Tom Brady, we got to do the same, like, some of the throws that Jalen Hurts made in the Super Bowl were unbelievable. Like, they were unbelievable. Like, he is playing at an incredibly high level. Uh, anytime I'm drinking Labatt Blue Lights, I'm at an incredibly high level. Drink Labatt Blue Light with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Six through ten, Mike. We've got Kyle Shanahan at six, Sean McVay at seven. I mean, two really good coaches. Brian Dayball at eight, Pete Carroll nine, and Doug Peterson ten. I mean, these are all good coaches. Uh, the one that stood out to people, obviously, there is Dayball. We talked about it. He's only had one year and took what I thought was an average at best Giants team. We already talked about that. Uh Carroll's fantastic. Peterson's fantastic. Shanahan McVay. I mean, these are all guys I could make an argument for in the top five, probably. I think Pete Carroll's last year might have been his best year with Geno Smith. Yeah, you talk about a team rebuilding on the fly. Like, they took Geno Smith, who was a journeyman. Everyone's like, okay, he'll be the placeholder, uh, you know, post-Russell Wilson, and then they're going to go draft Bryce Young. Like, they, everyone thought they'd have a top five pick. Let Nobody realized that top five pick would actually be Denver's, which is really remarkable. Um, but, yeah, all those guys. You know, the one guy, like, Kyle's done a good job. I just – I'm probably not as high on him as, as maybe others. You know, ha- haven't won the big one, obviously. Um, you know, there's been a couple of things that haven't gone their way. I think he's still really, really good. Um, I love Dayball. I've been friends with Brian. I'm not surprised – the only thing I was surprised about Brian Ross is that he didn't get an opportunity sooner in his career. I think we'll be talking about him very similar to what you just said about, you know, Nick Sirianni. So 
Um, you know, that's a really solid group. I think Sean McVay is going to have to flex his coaching muscles this year because, you know, the way you just described New England being, you know, the fourth team in the a- like in the AFC East, I-, I just don't know how the Rams are a very good team this year. I just don't see it. Totally agree. Uh, the Shanahan one's interesting, getting the Super Bowls with Jimmy Garoppolo and conference championship games. I put a lot of stock in how far you get with the quarter, like my perception of how good the quarterback is, I guess. What about uh, 11 through 15? We've got John Harbaugh, Zach Taylor, Mike Vrabel, Mike McDaniel, Kevin O'Connell. I mean, this is tough, Mike. I, I, I think Harbaugh and Vrabel are studs. I mean, Zach Taylor the last couple years, but – uh, all three of those guys, people were telling me, should be higher. Yeah, well, let's face it. You know, like, Zach Taylor was on life support, and I love Zach. I work with him in Miami. He's a great guy. Um, but, look, he should be there for 10 years. I mean, they have it run, really rolling now. I think Vrabel probably is a little bit underrated because of they, their consistency, what they've done. Um, I've always been a big fan of his. Um, yeah, I, look, I think – if I was owning an NFL team, and I could co- pick one of three young guys. One of them for sure would be Kevin O'Connell. When I worked at the Jets, he actually helped Rex Ryan and Mike Pettin design blitzes. That's how smart he was. They, you know, Rex thought he was the smartest player he'd ever been around. Um, so his success isn't surprising me either. Like you're right, this is so hard, but I think there's something really, really compelling about O'Connell long term. Wow. Um, that is really interesting about Kevin O'Connell and, um, and that what cause he wasn't a great player. He was kind of a disappointment as a third round pick. He was a smart guy. He got hurt. His dad's a Philadelphia cop. Um, he's really, he's a little bit like Sean McVay. You know, some people in life are like, what you see is what you get. Like we're Northeast guys. Like, you know, we're not going to really fool anybody, Ross. Like, you know, we kind of wear our thoughts on our sleeves, like for better or for worse. But Kevin O'Connell is not a what you see is what you get guy. He is extraordinarily competitive. He's tough as nails and he's really, really smart. And he comes across as this really likable, affable. He is a likable guy, by the way, but he is smart and tough. And um, I'm telling you, like, if we were doing this list in 10 years, he'll, he'll be a top two to three coach. Man, that was good, right? Part one with Tannenbaum going over the coach rankings. Here's what I would say. If you're going to file a complaint, feel free to email me your rankings because what everybody does is they just look at one guy ahead of the guy that they think is too low and make an argument for that one guy. But you could do that all over the place. You know what else you cannot do all over the place? Get the unbelievable service that I got from West Shore Home when we put in the new shower and the new bath shower upstairs in my house here in Pennsylvania. In one day, one day, they tore out our two old baths and replaced them with a beautiful new shower and a fresh new bath. I didn't need someone here like three days waiting for these guys. Are they coming again today? Are they going to get it done today? No, it doesn't go like that. By the way, if you go to westshorehome.com slash Ross and schedule a free estimate, Not only do you qualify for free installation for a limited time, but if you listen to the Fantasy Feast podcast or watch it, you are automatically entered to potentially go against Joe and I 
in a best ball contest at DraftKings. That's westshorehome.com slash Ross. Schedule the free estimate and then forward the email to me, Ross at RossTucker.com. I might even take the first 10 to be in this best ball draft with me and Joe Dolan. Tuck Stakes. All right, Ross, we'll start with the Bills signing offensive tackle Brandon Shell and the Colts sign edge rusher Gennard Avery. So this, these are things you see this time of year. You'll see these again during training camp when teams look at what they have and think, you know, we're, we, we could really use a little more depth at offensive tackle. Or And Brandon Shell has played a lot of games in the NFL and can play both sides. Or – you know, we really, we really need another edge guy just, just just for some depth. And the Colts bring in Jannard Avery. You'll see this again the first week to two weeks of training camp as well. Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris helped save a child from drowning. Unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable. Uh, you know, he's a hero. I will say this. There's something about Football players, uh, coaches, maybe like an ability to stay calm in a situation like that because they've been in these environments with making you know quick split second decisions and eighty thousand people. So anyway, he credited his training, which is phenomenal. Kudos, Raheem. The Detroit Lions are re-educating their players on the league's gambling policy. So this is interesting as well, Jack, because there was a report a couple weeks ago that the NFL, there's kind of like a second wave of investigation. Remember when they just suspended like Jamison Williams and Shaka Tony and like six guys? They are reportedly um, re-educating players on the league's gambling policy because the Lions need to, because Jamison Williams came out and said he didn't know the policy. And also because there's supposedly a second wave of guys that might get in trouble. So um, we are all kind of waiting for that. You don't need to wait. You can listen to today's College Draft podcast. We're going over every single draft choice and top undrafted free agents in the AFC East. Check that out. We'll do part two with Mike Tannenbaum on Wednesday of my coaches list. The second half is where people really got upset. Other than that, I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. I always like to give shout-outs, though, to a few listener-owned businesses, like MyFrontPageStory.com, with Father's Day coming up, and also so many anniversaries this time of year. You don't know what to get people. Get them a story all about them as a couple or your significant other or your dad. Myfrontpagestory.com, backofficescheduler.com, evergreeneconomics, go-bangles.com, steakhousesports.com, humanheadnyc.com, sportaculture, and the delicious Pizza Boy Brewing. Picked up Stromboli's Pizza Curly Fries from Pizza Boy Brewing yesterday. Loved it.